0: Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Troll Talk Podcast. I am your host, Liz Cox, and y'all, today is an episode I have been waiting for and excited for really since we launched a year ago. Today, we have the honor of having my dear friend, Emily Lay, on the podcast. This is the perfect timing, too, because today, her latest book, When Less Becomes More, hits the world. Hits the world, comes out in the world. (laughs) Whatever. You get what I'm saying. Her book is out and you all, she's, she's an author of several books before this, but this one has a really special place in her heart and my heart. And I'm just so grateful that we got to sit down and talk about her book and that you all get to hear the conversation today, kind of peeling back the curtain on just what went into creating this book and why it is so near and dear to her heart. Guys, I love Emily so much and I know so many of you do as well. So this episode is one that has been requested for a really long time and I'm just so grateful that we had the opportunity to do it. It, It's a really, really special episode and I cannot wait for you guys to listen. But before we get started, I wanna give a huge shout out to our podcast sponsor for today, Simply Done Invites. Um, If you've been around for this season of the podcast, you've heard us talk about Simply Done Invites before, but if this is your first time tuning in, Welcome, and I would love to introduce you to Simply Done Invites. Simply Done is a local Lexington, Kentucky custom design invitation company that can serve brides nationally. They don't just customize pre-made invitations to just match your colors. They start from scratch and make a design that is 100% original for your wedding. An invitation is a guest's first look into your wedding day. From your save the dates to your day of stationery, Simply Done Invites wants them to be as excited about your event as you are. What better way than a custom-designed invitation and paper theme that will perfectly fit your style? Simply done invites is so excited to help you create a day to remember by creating an original paper suite just for you and use the code simply twirl for free RSVP envelope printing. So generous. So kind of them and congratulations to them. They just welcomed a beautiful baby girl into the world. So we are so excited for them and just so grateful for their generous support of the podcast. Um, and this feels really fun because if you don't know, Emily started as a, a stationary company and has blown up into what Simplified is today. So it's just fun to have our podcast sponsor be a, uh, a stationary designer as well. So all that to say today is going to be an amazing episode for you guys that I hope you enjoy. So without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy our conversation with our sweet friend, Emily Lay. All right, gang, I am so Stinking excited, and y'all about to lose your minds because you have asked for this guest. (laughs) The podcast existed. They're like, "Bring Emily Lay." So today, guys, I'm bringing Emily Lay. She's here. We are so pumped you're here. Um, But for those who don't know you, tell tell the people a little who you are, what you do, where you live. Yes, all all the fun facts. Yeah. Oh my gosh,
1: I'm so excited to be here. well, I'm a mom to three kids. I have um, an eight-year-old little boy named Brady, and I have twins who are four, Tyler and Caroline, and my husband Brian and I have been married for almost 11 years, and wow. we live in Pensacola, Florida. We just moved here about a year ago, um, brought our family home to our hometown, and I'm also the creator of um, Simplified, the Simplified Planner and all the other simplified things, and I'm an author. I've written a couple
0: books. Yeah, you are. <laughs> And we could talk about planning things all day long, but yeah. we're mostly going to talk about the recent book and I'm, I'm so pumped. But I feel like the fun thing, um, cause obviously most of our listeners are in wedding mindset. Yeah. I think the fun thing that probably a lot of people don't know about you is like you started kind of in the wedding industry, right? I
1: did. I actually, my very first product that I ever created, um, well, to rewind a little bit, I have a master's degree in nonprofit management. So I'm like climbing the corporate ladder, doing all the things I'm supposed to do and just find myself kind of miserable and ready for a different way of living. And I wanted flexibility. And, you know, I wanted to be able to be a mom that had some flexibility, um, didn't have kids yet. And so for two years, I taught myself how to use and design. I actually made my first wedding invitations on Microsoft Publisher, which anybody <laughs> who is an invitation designer is like dying, like- dying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did my first product I ever made was wedding invitations. And so I had this whole oh wedding my. collection and stationery and um, it was so much fun. And I worked with brides and I did that until I got into more, you know, brand design, graphic design, and then later started creating products
0: like the Simplify Planner. And that, I, I just love that. I'm like, that's such a little tidbit that I'm like, people don't know. Yeah, don't it's so true. That. I mean, they might, but yeah. if it, like really been, if they're like. Early <laughs> in life, in the early girl, days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But I just think that's so fun. I feel like a lot of people I know that like kind of the wedding world is where they started and then yeah. realized like, oh, I can either like grow what I'm doing here or like, or it's like, my season of life is changing, so I'm going to change my business with my season of life, which is yeah. Like, I, that so cool. I feel like is what happens a lot, but mm-hmm. but I love it. I think that's like such a sweet sweet transition into how yeah. life how life works. It's so cool. Um, but. Speaking of you being a best-selling author, because you are that, like how fun! How fun that you get to say that! I don't know, it's crazy. Books. I I pinch myself
1: all the time. I I always wanted to be a writer. I, mean, yeah. I have a uh, my undergraduate degrees in English, creative writing, and so to be able to walk into a store and see my name on books, on multiple books, it is just incredible. I love it.
0: Ah, uh, the Lord, he's so fun. He's so he fun. Is. He's so fun. He's so fun. Like that. That's like my favorite character. I'm like, you're fun. Yeah. You're really fun. You make our like wild, what we think are wild dreams. He's like, Oh, sweet girl. I watch what this. I'm going to do with this. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um. But this latest book, M. it like, so I, when this is coming live is like, yeah. it's out in the world, but I, you gave me the honor of reading it early, listening yeah. and reading it early and y'all it is like it's the book we all need that we didn't know we needed is how i like i'm telling people about it wow. um which yeah let me just like butter you up for <laughs> you're so sweet <laughs> no, but i like mean it i mean it it is it is a gift of a book and i just think it's such a reflection of your story and your heart and and i am I mean, you know, I love you. And it's sweet because, like, I've loved you from afar for so many years, and now we have a sweet friendship. So it's, like, I know all the more, like, this is your heart and soul. Yeah. Um, And I think what I love so much about the book is, is our listeners are in all different seasons of life, but a lot of them are in that engaged season or that newlywed phase. Yeah. And so much of the message of this book is what I feel like every woman in those seasons needs to hear as they're, as they're navigating like these seasons that are are overwhelming and uncharted territory. Mm -hmm. Um, and right in the first chapter, I'm going to like read a quote. Yeah. Which has already been shared. So I'm not like, yeah, (laughs) Um, but you say somewhere along the way we went from thriving to surviving from being full of joy to being full of stress. And sadly, end quote, sadly, (laughs) this cannot be more true of so many of us. And what is, what is some advice? I'm going to have you dig into some stuff you talk about later, but, um, what is some advice maybe that you've learned from your own marriage with Brian um, that you'd give women in these seasons of planning a wedding and really cultivating like this strong family that they're building um, to press against that stress and press against that surviving, the surviving modes instead of joy and thriving. Like, what would you, what would you kind of speak into that about?
1: You know, it's funny. I think, I think this, modern standard of we have to live life at a crazy fast pace, Mm -hmm. reaching for standards that are not what God intended for us to reach after. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that is instilled in us from a very, very young age. Mm -hmm. I look at my own kids and the way that I have I mean, even last night I was watching videos of them um, when they were tiny and the way that I would be like, okay, come on, let's go. We got to go. Let's Mm -hmm. do that for you. You know, okay, I'll tie your shoes. Let's just, let's get going. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it's very easy as we grow up and as we enter different seasons of life to carry that into our relationships and into our home and into our family and, and, I think what is so important is to get on the same page with your spouse or future spouse, because you are the foundation of family. Mm. Your family starts in your marriage and the union God has created for you. That's where family begins, whether you have children or not, whether you're married or going to be married, that, that is where you can rewrite the standard. That's where you can decide how you're going to live your life. And I, you know, I speak often to entrepreneurial women and women who own businesses and it's you know, it's easy to get caught up in the idea if you are not one of those women. If you work in an office 8 to 5, if your life looks different than someone who maybe has more freedom to make choices, it's easy to think, "Well, I just can't live a different way. Like I have to work, I have this job, I have this way of living and it's just it is what it is." You get to control your life. You get to decide what you let in and out. You get to decide the pace at which you live it. Yes, there are responsibilities you cannot drop, Mm -hmm. but you get to decide how your one wild and precious life is going to unfold. And the earlier you realize it, the better. I mean, Mm I am 36 years old and I open the book with a letter to Caroline, my four-year-old daughter, and I tell her that when she is one day a grown-up girl... If she's maybe struggling with feeling empty, with feeling burned out, overwhelmed all the time, I hope she picks up this book and realizes that it's okay to press pause and to untangle and unbecome a little bit.
0: I'm fine. I'm not crying over here. (laughs) (laughs) And again, I'm like, I've read all this. Oh my god!
1: I couldn't even get through the audible reading of it. I just... I don't know, this book just, I don't know, it just poured, it just poured out of me. And I, it was funny the day I started writing it, the day before I started mm-hmm. writing it, I was sobbing to my husband and saying I had no story to tell. I was like, I, I don't know what book I'm going to write. I'm supposed to be writing a book, but I mm-hmm. am so, I'm so tired. Yeah. I'm so tired and I'm so tired of living at such a frenetic pace. I just need everybody to like, give me a minute. Yeah. And he, always the voice of reason he was like, that's your story. That's what you're Mm -hmm. supposed to write. And I looked at him like, huh? And also like, yeah,
0: okay. Yeah. And then it just kind of, it came out. And here we are. Well, and I don't remember where we were, but I kind of remember you saying that of like, well, I have to do a third book, not have to, I get to do a third book Mm -hmm. and it's probably going to be, I don't remember, maybe home something. I don't remember you were like throwing some ideas around. Yeah. And then this is what came. I'm like, yes. And this is what's needed. Like, because this is everyone's story. Like no matter what season you're in, whether you have three littles running around your house or Mm -hmm. you're a 28 year old single girl, like we're, we're all, that is our story, all of us. And Mm -hmm. I just think that's, yeah. Like how do we go from surviving to thriving and Mm And just
1: giving yourself permission to press pause and say, let's evaluate. You know, I think that, I think that we often, and this is kind of the evolution of the books that I've written. Um, I'm a born and raised expertly trained organizer. I mean, expertly because I was trained by my mom, who's the original (laughs) expert. Um, And so I often, my whole life, will look at life in a complex situation and say, how do we simplify it? How do we make it easier? How do we organize it so that it can run smoother? And I've, I've just always been like that. Mm-hmm. And so the simplified planner was born and then yeah. grace, not perfection. I wrote that, you know, of stories of embracing the mess and mm-hmm. the, just mm-hmm. giving yourself grace in all seasons of life. And then a simplified life was my second one. And it was very tactical tools, yeah. um, meal planning, laundry, you know, that kind of stuff. When I sat, when I sat down to write this one, I took a look at the community that has been built over the last 10 years around simplified, our brand. And the hundreds of thousands of women that are saying to us, like, we are thirsty for these tips and these ideas, like, that's awesome and so important. But what in the world is happening underneath all of this? Uh What is the common thread between women who are in any season, just like you said, like women who are in high school, in college, in single and unmarried or married without children, or even like. My mom's age, whose children have left the nest. Mm -hmm. What is it about all of our lives that's making us so thirsty for this type of information and community? Mm -hmm. And I firmly believe it's because we're living we're living lives that are too much. Yeah, we're chasing after great, and Mm -hmm. you know, we're we're chasing after perfect and great and awesome Mm -hmm. and like, is it okay to just? I'm not going to use the word just, is it okay for us to want a life that is good and Mm -hmm. not great? And could it be that good actually is kind of great, right? Like, is it okay for me to raise kids who are thoughtful and kind and inclusive and not valedictorians or star Mm -hmm. athletes? Is it okay for me to want a marriage that is beautiful and imperfect, but like thoughtful and connected and rooted in truth is it okay for me to want that and not you know the perfect marriage with the most thoughtful mm-hmm. husband who brings home roses all the time like he yeah. never does that by the way Sad <laughs> note: <laughs> our love languages are very different but um like is it okay for me to cultivate for us to cultivate that in our home is mm-hmm. it okay for us to cultivate you know homes where we value like storytelling and you know dinner around the table you know a dinner of scrambled eggs and toast instead of a giant meal or you know weekends that aren't jam-packed but Mm -hmm. are beautiful and fun and we go on a bike ride like is is that okay for me to want that because i feel like the world is telling me that that's not an appropriate goal that i need to achieve and aspire and check boxes and like do all the big fancy things. Is it okay for me to not want that? And I believe it is.
0: Amen. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> well, and I wanted one of my favorite parts of the book is you talk about the paradox of, of everyday empty, mm-hmm. which is kind of what you just touched on. Um, yeah. But kind of, will you kind of explain that to our listeners? Because I think like if there's nothing else we hear or like get from the book like that alone. Especially the last little nugget of that whole thing, which yeah. when you read the book, everyone you will <laughs> know what we're talking about. Um, but you say, like, what would what would happen if we all became these versions? You know, like these original what we were designed to be versions of ourselves. But yeah, kind of kind of explain like at the par- that paradox. Yeah, kind of what you were just tapping into. But I just yeah. love the analogy with the balloons and all of that because I think. Um, I so good it's So <laughs> good. when i was reading it i was like yes
1: yes this is perfect i wanted to ask my publisher if we could send balloons out with all the with all the books because i think this, oh, this analogy just so sums good. it up um yes. in in writing to caroline i explain in the first in the letter um in the beginning there's it opens with a letter and closes with a letter but um in the beginning she i wanted to explain to her that like you right now you're four years old You are everything bright and beautiful in the whole wide world. You are loud and wild and happy and just so bright. She's such a a beauty, I call her. She's such a beauty. And I am 36. And I hope she stays that way forever, but I am 36 years old, and I know that we change at some point. Mm -hmm. And we don't always lose that little girl that we were, but we become stressed. We become tired. We become overwhelmed. And I don't want that for her. And I, and I know that she's going to encounter the real world. That's not lost on me at all. I know she's going to encounter the real world, but I don't, I want her to keep as much of four-year-old innocent, beautiful her as possible. And the analogy that I use is like, when is that, when is that place and time you know, on our timelines where we change, when does that happen? Is it when we're 16? Is it when we're 18? Is it when we're, we get married? Is it like, what happens to make us change? And I believe in, it's actually just a very slow buildup. And if you imagine your life, you know, as four-year-old bright, you, you're a bright yellow balloon. And over time we add school and children and marriage and jobs and more jobs and volunteer projects and church and, you know, tutoring and meal planning and laundry and all the things. And we add and we add and we add. And it's a little puff followed by a little puff followed by a little puff. And what happens? Your balloon either outright pops or it exists, filled to capacity, so full, ready, just stretched taut and like ready to explode at a moment's notice, yeah. super susceptible to everything around it. And that's no way to live. And the weird part of that, and that's where the title of this book came from, is that this balloon is deceptively full.
0: Mm-hmm. It is
1: deceptively whole and full. And in actuality, it is spiritually and, and emotionally empty. Mm-hmm. And we're not filled. We're filled with all these things. Mm-hmm. And so it's like more, 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 more. And it's awesome when in actuality, what we need is less of all the things and all the standards and all the noise and all the rush. And what we need is less, you know, and that's, ah. that's the paradox is that when you lighten the load, your life becomes so much more full in the right ways.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I'm like, I could just have you tell, I just need that, <laughs> like, cut that clip. And just like, know. listen to it every day. I know. Cause it's so true. And I just, I think that, I think, that's so much like even for our brides and then like, I think on a practical level, like I just want to like scream that to them in wedding planning. I'm like, yeah, break it down. Like you don't, yeah. you don't need all of these things. You don't need like, oh my gosh, yeah. oh my gosh, like all of these things. And I'm like, and you're losing sight of like, yes, you, yeah. the point I'm mm-hmm. like, the point is that you're going you're becoming a wife. Yeah. If you're starting a family here. Mm-hmm. Like who gives a fine flip mm-hmm. if you <laughs> yeah. have, like the wrong colored roses or yeah. you know the ring bearer doesn't walk down the aisle like or you know so and so still is coming to the wedding but they didn't send in their RSVP you know it's like yeah. all of these little things that yes they matter whatever but like at the end of the day
1: Right. What I truly think. matters yeah. and what you'll actually remember. <laughs>
0: exactly. You know, I, yeah. I got
1: married before the wedding industry like exploded and before so Pinterest. <laughs> I say that all the time. Like when people Ugh. ask us about our wedding, I'm so glad. I mean, it, I made our wedding invitations cause we couldn't afford mm-hmm. the ones that I probably yeah. wanted, you know, yeah. and that's kind of where my business was born. Cause I created ours. Um, mm-hmm. but like It just, it was so different. And if I had it to do over, it was a big wedding, but if I had it to do over again, and I think everyone says this, if they had it to do over again, it would be different. It would be intimate and connected and small, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I agree. And I like, for me personally, I'm like, I'm glad that I'm going to be older when I get married because it's like, that is, that's my mindset now is like insight. Yeah. me. I thought I was going to (laughs) get married a lot younger and Lord have mercy. I'm thankful for that on a lot of levels. Um, But a lot of it too is like, I don't know, life happens and you realize like so much of what I, we thought mattered. It doesn't matter. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's
1: true. And you know, a lot of the things we talk about in the book and and in grace, not perfection, if anyone's Mm -hmm. ever read that one, is leaning into the messiness of what life really is. You know, yeah. a lot of times we set expectations and standards that the world puts on us that we think if we're going to live a good life, this is what it has to look like. Right. In, in actuality, there's so much beauty to be found in the mess of things. If we can just slow mm-hmm. down and allow ourselves to like feel it, you know, yeah. and like yeah. live it out. Yeah. Um, a lot, a lot of my like struggles in life looking back, I mean, I'm, mm-hmm ripe old age of 36, but like looking back <laughs> on my life, um, a lot of my unhappiness has come at times where I have pressed against the season of waiting,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, be it waiting to get married, waiting mm-hmm. to have children, mm-hmm. um, waiting to meet that right person, waiting for whatever, you know, I I can especially look back at like, like wedding planning and you have this date in your head where you're like, this life is going to be perfect after this date. And I just have to get there, Mm -hmm. rush through that process. We miss so much of the journey along the way. And the same can be said, we struggled with infertility to conceive Mm -hmm. our three children. And, and I, I feel like I missed a little bit of our newlywed season because I Mm -hmm. just wanted a baby so bad. Yeah. You know, and I and I luckily learned that I was doing that when my mm-hmm. kids were little. And I thought, don't wish the messy season of toddlerhood mm-hmm. away. Cause you're gonna look back, and I do it now. You're gonna look back and be like, that was so hard. And also I would pay a million dollars to hold those babies again. Mm. You know?
0: Oh, I'm like choked up over here. <laughs> <That's so> sweet. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. Like mm-hmm. I was just talking to a friend the other day. Who's really struggling not be married yet? And I was like, yeah. but we can't we can't miss this. Mm-hmm, can't yeah. miss this. Like, yeah. even if this is not exactly where we thought life was gonna be, or you know, whatever. Like, yes, we're approaching 30, and God forbid in the South you're not married by the time, you're <laughs> you know. Like, but it's like, but let's not miss this. Yeah. And yeah. and what opportunities can we have that we, in this season? And that, of course, this is like now generalized, like even if the season, is not what you want? It is. It's like lean into that. Like yeah. even when it's uncomfortable, even mm-hmm. when you're like, yeah, but leaning, Right. I'd rather right. not lean into this. Yeah. Crazy. I'd rather like
1: fix it up just right. And like uh-huh. put a nice pretty bow on it and you know, know what comes next. And a lot of times it's in the thick of those things where God's doing the most amazing mm-hmm. work in you, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And kind of like you were saying with the balloon, like it's deceptively full. Yeah. You know? And so I don't know. Like we don't have to be deceived. Like we don't have to deceive ourselves. We don't have to deceive the people around us. Like mm-hmm. what would happen if we just let ourselves be content? Yeah. And content can look at, like a lot of different things, but Right. You know. What if what what would happen if we just embraced where we were?
1: And if we just redefined what the good life looks like. This book was almost named the good life. Like it wasn't. Yeah. It um in the book we talk a lot about redefining what that looks like because Mm -hmm. you know for us, like I had this whole plan for my life on here's how it's going to go. And here's the age I'm going to get married and here's this and here's that. And then I dated someone for 10 years, got engaged and got unengaged. Like that was not part of the plan. Um, It was not part of the plan to go through infertility for so long and to have to do IVF and the things that we encountered. And, and, you know, what if instead of writing the script ourselves, Mm -hmm. we took the pressure off of ourselves to have to be the fixers and the the writers and we just let life unfold the way it's it was planned to do yeah and kind of embrace, embraced it along the way eventually we'll look back and be like oh i get
0: it okay oh i, oh, I see that now yeah, yeah. i get it yeah. yeah oh that's so good man i love it and i love to. that you're like the fixers i'm like you and i are both enneagram twos and we so are like, oh.
1: <laughs> we are. <laughs> are you a two with a one wing or a two with a three wing oh hard three wing me too, but like every time I take the test, it switches which wing I am, and I'm like, I'm not a one. I'm not a perfectionist. Yes, I wow. am. I think like, Yes,
0: I am. I think I'm both. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can you can be equally balanced. Right. Totally good. Kristen <laughs> Winchester and I are always like, are we sure we're not threes? <laughs> right. Right. No, we're twos. We're, we're for two. sure twos. Right. Oh, I love it. Okay, this is the question we ask of every guest on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, our mantra here at Twirl is she twirled through life with a heart full of joy. Oh. What for you, Emily, is the foundation of your joy? Well, it's
1: my family. Yeah. Um, it's it's having this this thing in my head where at the end of the day, if I have to make a decision, I know I will always choose them. I will never regret choosing my kids and my yeah. husband over anything else. Um, I just, I just know that I'll, at the end of my life, I'll look back and be like, I chose, I chose what mattered most to me along the way. And maybe that means I missed opportunities or my life was, you know, looked different than I had planned. But at the end of the day, I chose the people I love the most. And for that, I feel like,
0: I feel like I'll be proud. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Always. Always. Always, always. Mm. I love that. That's always my favorite question. I love Um, it. (laughs) Well, and it's fun because you know, the mantra came out of the birth of um my business partner Ty's youngest daughter. Um, we came up with it on the plane and we were like, What do we want for our brides? Like, and it's sweet because so much of the letters to Caroline in the book. I'm like, that is the heartbeat of like our mantra. It's right. So it's so
1: true. Like you can live a life that is full and beautiful and wonderful and you don't have to break your back to do it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be overwhelmed and stressed out all the time. There's absolutely a better way.
0: Mm-hmm. Always. Always. Yep. Oh, I'm just so excited for everyone to read it. Like, Thank you. I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped. Well, tell our friends um, how, how to stay at in the loop with you, where yeah. they can find you, where they can get the book, all the things. Yeah. Tell the well, people all the things.
1: The book is available everywhere books are sold. And our website is emilylay.com. And you can find me and our, uh, our brand Simplified on all the places at Emily Lay and at Simplified. Ah.
0: And just Yay. go buy all the things, everyone. Go buy
1: all the things. And also, all. if you go and look at some of our beautiful photos, we have the most beautiful simplified planner model <laughs> <laughs> named Liz.
0: Exactly. That was the most fun.
1: It was so fun. It was uh, absolutely so fun. It, it was, was in the middle of writing that book that I went and yeah. did that photo shoot. It was a fun, yeah. that was a fun break. <laughs> well,
0: and, and on that photo shoot, you still didn't even have the title yet. No. Yeah. The title You're came like, much, much later. Yeah, well, and I think maybe you had pitched the good life and you had just gotten that email and you're like, well, back to the drawing board. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They were like, well, never mind. Just kidding. (laughs) Oh, man. That feels like forever ago. I know. Like just yesterday. It absolutely does. Oh, my gosh. That was the best day. So much fun. This was great you may see a familiar face on their branding hello guys. i love it i love <laughs> it friend i love you thank i love you, you. So thank for you for having that. me oh my gosh this was such a treat everyone's gonna be ecstatic yay they oh, just love you so much thank you was that not just the best thing you've heard all day <laughs> maybe all week all month all year i know i know guys she is amazing i'm so deeply grateful For this conversation. And guys, go get a copy of When Less Becomes More if you don't already. Or go get another copy and give it to a friend. Everyone needs this message in their life and their heart. I truly, truly believe that this message that Emily has written really just her story, her life story is going to impact generations and generations to come because of the decision women and and men are making today to choose less because it is more. So guys, I truly am, I mean it. I am like praying that this conversation and this book does something in your heart to encourage you to live a life that you are meant to live, that is not full of hustle and worry but is slow and good. Emily, I love you, friend. Thank you so much for this conversation. If you are local to Lexington, Emily is gonna be at our local Draper James here in Lexington, Kentucky for a book signing. So come see Emily, come see us. Um, Give us big hugs and just get your book signed. Meet this woman that now you feel like is a dear friend and celebrate what God has done in her life and through this book and therefore in your life and through this book get your copy commentary for James. And uh, yeah, guys, and go get a simplified planner, get all the things. We are such advocates for simplified and everything that the brand stands for and their mission and the sisterhood that they have created just through their company. We we love Emily and what she has done and her team. And guys, we just will, we'll scream it from the rooftops all day long. And don't forget to our amazing podcast sponsor for today's Simply Done Invites. You can check them out on Instagram at Simply Done Invites or their website, www.simplydoneinvites.com. Don't forget to mention Simply Twirl for free RSVP envelope printing. All right, guys, we hope that we see tons of you Friday night at Draper James in Lexington with Emily, but if not, we hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Go give Emily a follow over at Emily Lay and at Simplified on Instagram. Give them some love. Tell them you listened to the episode and what encouraged you, and go get a copy of When Less Becomes More, and just thank us later. (laughs) We love you guys, and we'll talk to you soon.